we're going to get to doing welcoming the more important issues. It is, sorry about that, my phone was not uh, all messed up. Uh, <laughs> welcoming to more important issues, it is Sunday, July 5th. I am pumped to be here. I hope everyone has had a wonderful July 4th weekend. Celebrating with family, friends, however you did it. If you're quarantined, quarantine. hope you enjoyed it some way. Um, it's a, uh, how do you feel about UT football? Like, how do you feel about football season right now? The process, I mean, right, I mean, happening. I don't feel great. <laughs> you still don't feel great after this weekend? I don't know. I feel like we should know, correct me if I'm wrong, shouldn't we know in like two weeks, like how the virus is going to, sp- nobody social distance this weekend. Oh, no. I mean, if there's not a huge spike, then you can, I mean, yeah, you should feel a lot better. You should be able to play games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For I'm sure. not, I'm not saying fans in the stands. I, I think everybody understands. I don't know what percentage I, I would put it at. It's not a hundred percent. I know that for a fact. I mean, the good thing, like the, the Friday scene, there was like no one downtown. There you go. Good. So maybe we are social distancing. Everybody's. Yeah, we're doing a. They scared us off a little bit. Everyone's in it to get college football, SEC football back. Yeah. We don't care. Actually, cancel the rest of college football. We just want SEC football. That's okay. it. That's all I want. That's all I'm asking. I want to play Oklahoma. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> That's fair. We do have a great episode for you guys, like always. We're talking about position preview. Moving along in our position preview, defensive line, a topic of uh, of concern. Concern? Is that the right word? I don't know. Curiosity? Yeah, uh, there, there's some question marks. There's some question marks, for sure. Yeah, And I feel like this, I feel like there's not another, we talked about safeties last Sunday. Yeah, safeties. And as, as there's not concern there. There's questions of who will be where, but mm-hmm. not concerns. Right. Yeah, I feel like there's, maybe, I don't even know if it's concerns. It's more just like. Unknowns. Can they build on what they did last year? It was like, can can they improve? Yeah, I just feel like you lost a lot of that that core group. Now you didn't have guys like Emmett Gooden who was injured, who you expected to potentially start. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had some guys come along, but it took it took them a little bit. So right. can they can they play a whole season the way they did at the end yeah. of the season? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to talk about the defensive line because, like I said, this could be a pivotal position in this defense. Talking about uh, some recruiting issues, maybe we'll talk about that. Jay yeah. Graham. Kind of uh, found out some Tennessee had to, Tennessee said they knew about it before yeah, they hired him, and yeah. we figured they everybody everybody with half a brain figured they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's not a huge area of concern. We'll talk about how that could affect Tennessee's recruiting and, and what Jay Graham will kind of be required to do. Right now, it literally wouldn't affect any recruiting, right? A couple hours. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's literally nothing. It, it, it's off road or it's like off campus recruiting. So there's literally no. Yeah, none of that going on. Yep, none of it. And we do have some recruiting news as well. Some some guys talking about maybe coming to Tennessee. A month ago, a lot of people were saying one of the guys wasn't coming. No mm-hmm. chance. And now yep. we're in the top five. Tennessee's in the top five. We're in it. And it's winning. It. We're going to talk about some college football prospects we're returning. And then questions as always. I'm hopping over to YouTube and uh, uh, Twitter here in just a second. If you got a question, drop it. We will... If we don't get to it right away, bear with us. I promise we'll get to it. We want to talk about it. So if it's not answered right away, hang on. We will get to it, I promise. Ask them. We want you to ask. We uh, we want to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, do us a little favor. Uh, click the like, like button. Um, subscribe if you're, on, if you're on YouTube or uh, if you're on 
uh, Twitter, retweet it, um, share it out there. Um, get everybody else involved. If you're in here, get everybody yeah. else in here. We we can we can social distance exactly within the chat. Me and Landon are six feet apart. It's the camera angle that makes right. it not look yes. six feet apart. Yes. I promise. We we're pretty much living in the same household, so yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah. That is kind of true. Yeah, that is kind of true. Go ahead and like and reshare that. Also, go ahead and tonight after right after this episode tonight, head over to volunteerroadshow.com. Sign up for an account. First off, it gets you ton of ton of content over at Volunteer Roadshow. Also, as season approaches, our good sponsor Hound Dogs have a big giveaways as we close to the season that'll put you in that drawing for giveaway. One time, just put your name in there. One time, you'll be entered for all of them. Go do that. Go create that account. Also, go check out, um, like you said, Hound Dogs. Go check out Hound Dogs and Tennessee Tap House. Um, get your brews. Get your Tennessee gear. Um, anything you could ever want. Both of those places have it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Do it now. Let's get into defensive line. Like I said, you don't like the word concern. That's fine because you're right. Guys like Darrell Middleton and um, leaving off Aubrey Solomon kind of started coming in their own at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Can they continue that success? I hope. I really hope so because I've. If you have any kind of semblance of pass rush, any kind of semblance of pressure, I feel like it sets up the rest of this, the rest of this defense to be, to be great. I feel like it could separate the good from great. Yeah, I mean th- this position, it was it was a concern last year because mm-hmm. you had so many question marks. You didn't really have any experience. Now, what most of these guys have a season under their belt. I think there's. Six or seven guys that contributed a yep. lot, um, and you return everybody. The only person you don't return is your coach at that position. Um, Tracy Rocker was headed or is headed to um, South Carolina, and uh, and then Jimmy Brumball took his took yeah. his spot. So it's a lot of people like the hire, and he kind of made he kind of made some news in the recruiting side pretty mm-hmm. early on too. Yeah, uh, Tennessee lost a commitment, not Isaac Washington. Um, as soon as Rocker headed to South Carolina, um, but Brumball did a good job of just um, you know building that relationship with him, and he recommitted to Tennessee. So yeah. um, definitely like what you have in him. Um, we'll find out what he's made of on the field because that's obviously what the most important thing right now, yeah. immediately. But with this group, it, it was the surprise last year. I mean, okay. they they really held their own, especially in SEC play. Now the Georgia State BYU game. They're pretty bad, um, but but they improved. Fa- to be fair, there was there a position group that was good no, in those two games. There wasn't. No. 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 No, and, and it could have been a lot of that. They just weren't lined up correctly because <laughs> right. you know when Daniel Batuli came back, it, it made the whole defense better. So yeah, you, oh, yeah. that obviously had a had some impact. Um, but this group coming into the season had some some bad news. They didn't know if Audrey Solomon was going to be. Uh, eligible, mm-hmm. and then they lost Emmett Gooden to ACL tear in camp in fall camp. Yeah, so I mean, heading into the season, there was a even more unknowns, right? Um, then you know when we finally got to the season, Audrey Sol- Aubrey Solomon was um, deemed eligible, so that that was that was big for that for that group. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Bumpus got a lot of playing time, like you said, Middleton. I think uh, Emerson. Solomon and Darrell Middleton was kind of the starters there. Right. And then Garland, um, Butler, and Bumpus were kind of the guys behind them. Yeah, and I thought Darrell Middleton was the biggest surprise of last year. Not that I, I mean, look at it, his sheer size alone mm-hmm. should tell you he's he could be an SEC lineman. I just think there are a lot of questions 
coming out of uh, coming out of community college, I think you're just unsure. I mean, got you never know. Sometimes they work, sometimes Some, they don't. Exactly, and then they only—they're only, only going to get so long in the system. Yep. Um. So you're kind of hoping they figure it out sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And it took him six, seven games to figure it out, but he did, and he yep. played really well. Made I wouldn't even say that because he had some key tackles in the Mississippi State game that I'm recalling right now. So I'm caught think, on. Was that the game that he got? I think he got targeting? ejected. Yeah, I think yeah. he got ejected in that game. Um, but had some key key moments in it before he got ejected. I think in the second half, um, and then had to sit out at Alabama. So I guess the entire game. Uh, but what, like you said, the defensive line didn't play well against Georgia State. Georgia State dominated the last scrimmage. Yeah. But to be fair to that mistake, every everybody played poorly. So hopefully they get off to a fast start. I assume I assume Darrell Middleton's going to be a starter. I think with uh, getting Emmett Gooden healthy, I think that's a guy you, sh- you could expect to be starting there as well. And, and then my guy that and someone just mentioned on YouTube, Savion Williams. He was very. I mean, he, for a community college guy, again, it's yeah. a community college. You have some questions, but he was one of the better yeah, he was guys a, you he, expected to be better. Right. Yeah. He he was a guy that they expected to make an impact and just did not for whatever reason. Um, but Tennessee, like they have seven seniors this season. Yeah. So next year is like, you know, <laughs> last year was like, oh, we don't have anybody with any experience. This year you have everybody with experience. And next year it's probably going to be a little bit of the same as last year where right. you lose a lot of guys, have to replace them. There are some freshmen that could make impacts, I guess, that, that should be coming in. But. Yeah, and, and a lot of these guys, Emmett Gooden is probably the biggest name recruiting-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, you know, Aubrey Solomon was a big one. He's a former five-star. Um, but other than that, there wasn't a ton of – Greg Emerson had, had some concerns. He was one of the top players in Tennessee um, when he came out of high school, but he just had some concerns with, with health right. and – um, conditioning and things like that. Well, and you mentioned Aubrey Solomon, and not that he wasn't a big transfer news. He was. Yeah. But he was a five-star at Michigan, and then then after that, it's kind of – it wasn't – it wasn't crazy news that he went to Tennessee. Nobody was really – I mean, and it, it was, once he transferred Michigan, he was going to Tennessee. He didn't spend time looking around or anything. Right. It, it was a big get, but it definitely wasn't as big as a, of a get as like a, a five-star high school freshman. Right. It was much different. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you, you have some newcomers in this. Um, or I, I won't start there. I'll, I'll go with the – so you have the seven seniors. You have Emmett Gooden, Jaquan Blakely, who Blakely made the tackle with Daniel Petulli yep. at that Kentucky game. So even him that wasn't a big – one of those six big contributors um, but found his way on, on the field in a, in a key moment. That kind of felt like everybody outside of the starting three. They were just – it was kind of by committee, it yeah. felt like. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, with – Probably the lack of talent. I don't. I guess I don't want to say that, but the lack of like difference makers on that defensive line. Mm-hmm. You have to do it by committee, right? Um, so then you have Matthew Butler, who didn't start, but he was the most productive one. Um, he had forty-five. Led the team. Led the defensive line forty-five tackles and had two and a half sacks. Uh, Latrell Bumpus, Aubrey Solomon, Darrell Middleton, Savion Williams will all be seniors. Then you have John Mincy, who will be a junior. Then you have some sophomores, Greg Emerson, Karat Garland, who you know were part of that six that we talked about. Then you have redshirt freshman Elijah Simmons. I, I hope. You see him a lot. Man, you saw I him at Kentucky. You, you saw him. I mean, they, they definitely utilized him in those four games. You, how often are you going to find a 320, 330-plus athletic, athletic anybody? <laughs> I want to – I want – I desperately – I don't know if he can. I, we haven't seen enough of him. We – Nobody really knows, except unless you're inside the building, I think. Mm-hmm. 
And they may not even know yet because he's like you said he, he didn't play a ton, so they right. may have some questions. But I really that's a guy I want to. I'm I'm rooting for him, junkyard dog. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. So l- l- let me ask you some questions, and you kind of answer them, and we'll kind of go back and forth. Good luck. So yeah, good I don't luck. know if I can. Um. So what? Who? Who does Emmett Gooden? What spot does he take? Who? Whose spot does he take? Was he – he was in, I guess, over Aubrey, I guess, before they – because he got eligible after Emmett Gooden got injured. Right. If we're, if we're going back to when Emmett Gooden was yeah, yeah, health, yeah. healthy. Right. I don't know. So the three guys that mainly started was Garland, Middleton, and Solomon, right? No, it was, it was Solomon, Middleton, and um, – em- was it Emerson? Emerson. I guess yeah. – yeah, okay. I don't know, man. That's a tough. I mean, that's a tough group to crack into. Like you said, that you have to assume Emma Gooden gets in there, right? And I mean, the good thing about it, Matthew Beller didn't start, right? But what, four or five games, five or six games? Yeah, and I, he was the most productive one. So it doesn't really matter if no. you start. But you, you like to think Emmett Gooden is probably the most talented defensive lineman on on this roster. Yeah, I think for the sake of argument, I'm going to go with he starts over Greg Emerson. For the sake of argument, the good news is is it's. You want your defensive line to be by committee. Yeah. You want those guys to be rolling in and out on downs, um, have guys available for third down. So that is the good thing. But I think I think I would put him in if we, you know, if, if what we've seen is true. I think I put him in over Greg Emerson probably. Yeah, and that's if he's a hundred percent healthy, which that too. I think we've heard kind of everything saying that he is on track to be a hundred percent come fall. Um, then, I mean, Matthew it, Butler. Well, who, so who do you who? Where do you put him? You can't skip out on this question. I know you're asking, but you can't <laughs> skip out on it. Um, I mean, I, I think I think it's you build around him, in my opinion. I, I think Darrell Middleton and Emmett Gooden. I think those are your your two upside guys. So you know, maybe it's Solomon Middleton and Gooden. Yeah, probably for me. Okay, and, and Matthew. I mean, Matthew Butler, since he was the most productive one, right. does he get a shot? I, I, you would think, but I mean, again, I think it's going to be a lot of that same committee. Yeah, and you but, go back and look, and and what down, what downs was Matthew Butler more productive on? Because mm-hmm. that probably matters. Yeah, um, things like that, and they're, and they're going to look at that and, and go at it. But, um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I, I think I like him. I think I like those three: Middleton, Solomon, and and Gooden being on the field at the same time. Also, is Middleton is he going to get some games where he's suspended? It's possible. So yeah, that that could be a. So you could see him at least not start for a couple games, right? Yep. Yep. We'll see about that. Um, Tyler Hood, we'll get your question as soon as uh, it's regarding the schedule. We'll get to it as soon as we're done with the defensive uh, defensive line preview. Also, yeah, so hang get, on. With get us. those get those questions in here. I'm on Facebook. Um, like Caleb said, he's on Twitter and YouTube. So drop those in there, and we'll get to those as soon as we can. Newcomers, let's talk about them. So you have. Early enrollee Dominic Bailey, who comes from a prominent one of the best high schools in the country, mm-hmm. um, that's just loaded with with college talent. Um, so, I mean, his transition to probably that school to Tennessee is a lot different from probably Amari Thomas, that's from Briarcrest to Tennessee. Right. Uh, but, I, yeah. I, I gotta imagine they like his size that he comes in at. He's mm-hmm. he's not coming in under or overweight. For example, Elijah Simmons came in and they before they saw him dunk a basketball, they wanted him to cut some weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you've got you've got guys that are um, depending on you know they they probably want them to Mincy probably wanted him to up up some weight 
But yep. he, he comes in at that good size. I got to imagine they like that a lot. St. Francis, didn't they? I mean, they played a lot of top talent in the, in the country. Yeah, they're, though, right? they're like, like a top 10 team in the country. Yeah, so obviously any tra- anytime you go from high school to SEC, it's going to be a lot different. But he, I would imagine he's got a pretty good shot in terms of transitioning. I got to imagine it won't be as and then difficult the, as some others. The other guys, you talked about um, Elijah Simmons and his athleticism at that size. Then you have Amari Thomas, um, who is a really good basketball player, um, played at one of the top programs in Tennessee for basketball, um, also football as well. Um, you have him, and then you have R.J. Perry, who is 6'6", 300 pounds, and looks like a basketball player. Um, so, I mean, you have, you're have adding in some like I love the size. I love the size. Yeah, I can and, just... and then, then the athleticism. Darrell Middleton, perfect example, like played – Basically played receiver at Powell his right. first couple of years and then transferred to Oak Ridge where he was all state in basketball too. Um, a lot of athletes, a lot of athleticism on that defensive right. roster. I realize um, size is half the battle. I realize that, yeah. but you got at least you got to have the size to start though to to have a starting ground. I think the, the biggest. I, th- I think these. I don't know if those with the the seven seniors. I don't know if those three guys. I don't think they crack the starting lineup. I think that you'll see him contribute in probably which, those four games. Which three guys is that? Sorry, uh, R.J. Perry, okay. Mari Thomas, and Dominic Bailey, the new the newcomer. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if any of those kind of right crack it. Um, but I think late, I think they could later down the road. Um, yeah, you get and, to SEC play if there's injuries and and things happen. I think you could, and a lot of incoming freshmen, you see them kind of. It's kind of so fast going at once, but mm-hmm. as the season goes on, it kind of slows down for them. They're able to comprehend right what's going on. He talked about for these newcomers, having seven guys in front of you that pretty much all have plenty of experience. Mm-hmm. When you look at across the board what experience is, plenty of experience. It's going to be tough, to, especially early on. But the good thing about defensive line is you're going to you're gonna have some injuries. It's part of the game, yep. um, part of playing in the trenches. You're going to have some injuries, so who can step up and replace them? It's going to be a by-committee thing. You're going to have different guys rolling in on different downs. Um, some guys are going to kind of wait around for key downs. So th- they may be the number two guy, but they're not going to go in on second down if you know if we need to roll if Tennessee needs to roll someone else in there. So yeah. it's it it's not impossible as a freshman to play. I feel like defensive lines probably as long as you come in and have the size on you and the meat on you, you probably have a really good shot of playing a little bit. Yeah, and and there's nobody on this defensive line that I'm like, yeah, he's far beyond anybody else. Like, right. It's not impossible that they can't surpass everybody on this roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to see. I Now that we talk about it, it's like Tennessee anything in Tennessee football. I'll talk about it a little bit more. I get a little more yeah. excited. Get yeah. a little more excited. I feel more comfortable because there's just – the pass rush, which I know is a lot of outside linebackers too, and we'll talk about that when we talk about the linebacker group. I realize the pass rush has a lot to do with them as well, but it's also key on this defensive line. Um, yeah. It's you, You've got to have some guys that are that are able to create pressure, that are able to draw in um, offensive linemen where they can't just stay out on the outside guys. It, it's a, I mean, it's pass rush is big. You can't give up. If we play Mac Jones and he's able to pick us apart, if Mac Jones finishes the season as a top SEC quarterback, I will kill myself. I saw one... <laughs> I don't, I don't remember if I screenshot it because it would definitely be a stupidity as an epidemic, but somebody was like, Kyle Trask is going to be in the Heisman race. Or not Kyle Trask, uh, Matt, Matt Jones. Jones. Yes. He probably will be. Just, I mean, he plays for Alabama. He plays for one of the best teams in the country. It's, 
It's trash. But we better not give. I mean, look at last year when I know we played. Him we better the first put game. him out out of the Hosman race. Yeah, I know Tennessee played him not, not injury wise, guys. He's not two. We don't have to injure him to beat him. <laughs> yeah. It's not that way. Uh, but I mean, he's just not impressive. No, he's not. Not impressive. I'm not saying he's not a decent quarterback. Is he an AJ McCarron? I don't even think he might. He might not even be an AJ McCarron. No, I don't think so. Not from what I saw right. last year. We'll see. Um, but, yeah. but with this group, you talked about pass rush. I think that's going to be something they have to build upon is right. just getting after the quarterback with the loss of um, Darrell Taylor. Um, Daniel Petuli had a, you know, I think five sacks or mm-hmm. so. So th- those are something you're going to have to make up with. And I think this defensive line has a perfect opportunity to to solidify themselves as some pass rushers. Right. I'm um, not just guys to plug holes, guys that can get after the quarterback too. Right. Absolutely. Anything else for defensive line? Nope. I'm excited. Let's, yeah. Let's uh so Tyler is it Tyler Hood? Tyler Hood asks, if you only get one win in the big four games, Oklahoma, that's Oklahoma, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, which would you want and why? I want all four. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is tough. Well, I, I think it's definitely between Alabama and Florida. I think just because it's like if you lose to Alabama, no one really cares. Right. So that's kind of why I want to pick Florida. And it's kind of like going back to twenty sixteen where you beat Georgia and Florida. And don't win the East. I'm probably pretty frustrated if you just beat out Al- if you beat Alabama and don't beat Florida, don't beat Georgia. That's probably a pretty frustrating yeah, feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I will say for me, I think this year is this year, especially with the teams that Florida has and Georgia could have, I think I would be okay with just beating Alabama. Um, because mm-hmm. Alabama's gonna be good. I'm sick of losing Alabama. It, it is just I want to smoke a cigar after a game. That's it. That's all. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, and, you want to celebrate it like that. And, and I mean, I feel like with how dumb Alabama fans are, at least the louder the loudest Alabama fans, there's a breaking point with Nick Saban, and they mm. they they say they'll never get rid of him, but if he loses to uh, Louisiana Monroe again, yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think as as far as the season goes, it's probably Florida, just because right. it sets us up better. But you lose. But those, at, but at, you're at, being told you lose them. Yeah, that sucks. I don't know. That's a good question, it, especially when you say only you have to only win one. I I think I just choose Alabama for the pure hatred. Yeah, of, of yeah. That, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Just like in your face, we beat you. And part of me is also thinking. I'm, I'm just kind of. I guess I'm working through this in my my in my head, but out loud for you all. Oklahoma would be fun to win because everybody has this high take on Oklahoma. Oh yeah. You know, if they were in the SEC, they'd be fine. Ball. And I'm not saying they're not better than Tennessee. They're better than Tennessee, right? As of today, but if they played Tennessee's schedule, they wouldn't. They would not play in a college football playoff yet. No, they lose three games. They wouldn't have played have played in a college football playoff yet. So it would it would be fun to be. I think I have to go Alabama though, just because of my hatred for Alabama. We've beaten Georgia and Florida in the last five years. Yeah, I'd probably go with Alabama too. Um, But as far as setting you up for to potentially win the East, I think Florida would be a better win. Yeah, if you if you're talking about which one would you pick right now in hopes of building on that, yeah, you, yeah. you go Florida. Yeah, you go for sure because it, like you said, it give you it sets you up for a chance to win the East. It's a that's a fun one. You all tell us which one you'd rather win. Um, if you have enough room, I don't know if there's enough room to type it out in the in the uh, comment bars, but tell us who you choose one of the four. So you you can only win one. It's Oklahoma, Florida, Georgia, Alabama. Which one would you want to? And if you got enough room, tell us why. Uh, that. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I it's a, kind of a bad question because I hate answering it, but it's right, a good question. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have another question um, by Corey Aldridge. He says, "I know you're talking defense, but how do you see as a, who do you see as a starting quarterback after the Florida game? Thanks for your hard work." 
Can we just write this in as a question for every week? Like, yeah, it's, we like, it's pretty much always. And, yeah. and I'm okay with answering it. Don't get me wrong. Well, I mean, it's, he, just, he, it, it's, he it, it's kind of different. He did he say did after the Florida game. He yeah, did so mix it up. It's not just yeah. the quarterback situation. I kind of like that, throwing us a curveball. There's actually another quarterback question who they kind of changed it up too. You, you threw a strike. I was sitting on a fastball and you threw a curveball. <laughs> yeah. You got me. Um, yeah, I mean, I threw a changeup. Just, yeah. You just whiffed on it. Uh, I got to go with – I just don't know. After the Florida game too? Because here's the thing. I get – If you win – If you I mean, win, it's got to be yeah, It's got to be. Yeah. It's, gotta be. it's whoever played against Florida. Yeah, whoever played against Florida, you're going with the mm-hmm. other one. I, I've, I'm going to go with it. I know a lot of people just disagree because of what we've seen from Jeremy Pruitt. Harrison Bailey, man. I think he may be the starter before Florida, but I think by Florida, I think you're going to see number 15 slinging the ball around. Dude, I like 15. Did you see his transformation in just three weeks? I didn't. So he's gained 13 pounds? He's Back listed to, at 210. Now he's 223. So how many? What, what did we figure out? He lost 20 pounds? Yeah, 20 before. pounds. And now Tennessee's trying to because I guess that was a lot of fat if if he cut it. Yeah, they, they just wanted to be more mobile in the pocket. Um, so he lost twenty pounds. But, but I would assume most of that if you're going to lose, it, if you're going to cut it, it's probably oh yeah, fat. Probably, yeah. And, and he's a he was a junior in high school when he had it, so right? Yeah, probably a little, little bit of baby fat had to cut off. Um, but I mean, he looks big, Does like he? pretty ripped. Did they, did they tweet out like a side by side picture? No, he he tweeted out a picture of him like on did the he? beach. Yeah. Oh, okay. Social distancing. <laughs> he wasn't in Myrtle, was he? Probably. Hope not. <laughs> Did you see that? The sh- are we the shark or something else? Or no, just pictures of Myrtle Beach. Pictures of Myrtle Beach. I mean, I'm not. I haven't seen weekend. it. I haven't seen it, but I'm not shocked at all. Oh, okay. Well, they they might have been lucky if they were six inches apart <laughs> <laughs> on Myrtle Beach. Does pe- do people go to Myrtle vacation anymore? Or is it just to like go and get trashed with the trashed? Yeah, Myrtle Beach is gross. <laughs> But I've heard they've done a lot. I haven't been there since I was in fifth grade, so I, I guess I can't just like put it down without actually seeing it. But from what I've heard, it's trash. No, stick to your guns, all right. But I know they got rid. Of, did they get rid of Broadway on the beach? Did they? I don't. I honestly don't know. And they no did way. have like a kind of amusement park ish thing there. Um, but I think they got rid of that too. So like just like a normal- all the cool things, I guess just get rid of it and we'll just invite more trash. Is it like the normal like or not? Is it like one of the Street amusement parks like Pigeon Forge or Daytona Beach, like one of those, or is it like it was it like an actual amusement park? No, it it was like the the island oh, okay. kind of thing. So it was at Broadway at the beach. Is it like yeah, that? Okay. yeah, yeah. See, I've only I've only been to Broadway at the beach once. I've been to Myrtle like two or three times in my life. Mm. Yeah, regret each time. <laughs> I was actually telling a story. That I won't I won't go into too much detail here. We went on a church trip. I was in like sixth grade, and the Girls Gone Wild bus was parked right outside our hotel. Nice. Yeah, I know. I was like, this is a great church trip. <laughs> just a bunch of naked women running around. <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, Jay Graham. Is though. that still a thing? Girls Gone Wild? I don't I, think it is. I think with the internet and like, yeah, I don't think it is. Like, there was internet obviously then, but like the Instagram influencers and all that. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Only, only fans? Gotcha. I don't think it happens. Um, Jay Graham though. Sorry, I guess getting to recruiting. Um, Texas A&M, I guess NCAA release their decision. Did you read all the they got punished for? It's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. It was like a five thousand dollar fine. Um but, I, I but like what they got punished for. The actual, oh yeah, it, it was like um an unintentional like they were probably at the high school recruiting a senior and bumped into the sophomore. Yeah. 
And then they went over like seven hours of, of practice in one week or something right. like that. Which I, I would assume that means like meeting, that can be meetings and stuff. Because you can only have so many hours of meetings and weightlifting and stuff like that mm-hmm. too. So like that could have been, I don't know. I The dumbest I get that it's, it wasn't even, it was a, barely a slap on the wrist too. Jimbo can't, Jimbo can't go off the road or on the road and recruit. And he can't be a part of so many official visits. Is that right? You want to read them real quick? Do you have them? Yeah, so it's like one year of probation, a fine of $5,000, reduction in football official visits by 17 days during the 2019-2020 academic year, and off-campus recruiting ban for the entire football coaching staff for November 2019, which reduced the permissible evaluation days for the 2019-2020 academic year by 19 a seven-day off-campus recruiting ban for the football coaching staff for the 2020 spring off-campus recruiting period in 10 days. Dude, this is like a – I don't even understand. This is like reading Chinese. I have no clue what <laughs> this actually means. A 10-day off-campus recruiting ban for the football coaching staff for the 2020 fall off-campus recruiting period. So they can't recruit during a recruiting period. They, I mean, they cannot recruit can they, the prospect. Can anymore. they choose what 10 days they, I guess? like it, you, Or is it like a certain 10 days? That's my, I, guess, I, I have no clue. And they can't recruit the prospect. Right. Um, Which is dumb. And they can't, rec- they can't recruit any prospects from that prospect's high school for, uh, I guess, f- till 2022. That's an incredibly stupid punishment. <laughs> an incredibly stupid punishment. I hope it was just like a huge high school. That- <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably what it is. But that doesn't even, I mean, it doesn't make sense. No. Also, what if, I mean, obviously, if an SEC's, SEC school, Texas A&M offers you, you're going to get more offers. But let's pretend mm-hmm. the only offer a kid got was from A&M. He doesn't get to go there, though, yeah, because... whoop de do. <laughs> it's just the dumbest thing ever. But Jay Graham was a part of this punishment because he was with Jimbo Fisher on the visit where they talked to a sophomore in high school while they were at the school. They didn't go to the school to recruit him. Right. It was it was unintentional is yeah. what was said. And so now he can't be on the road recruiting this entire 2020 season. Like everybody else in college football. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably what it's going to be. That's right. what's funny. I imagine if that happens, they'll probably say he can't do certain Zoom visits or something like that. Yeah. I'm sure. Whatever. Yeah. There's enough recruiters on this team. He does have to have like staff. a like a uh, one-on-one education. Oh, good. They're going to be like, hey, training. Don't, don't talk to the guy next time. <laughs> yeah. So tough. Also, we're like just bump into him, knock him over, yeah. and just don't don't say a word. So I want to know what the rules are. Can they say hey to him, or like did they recruit him? What did they say to him? Also, who reported that? Did they self-report? Because I thought when you self-reported, yeah, when you self-report, you get in more trouble. So I guess they self-reported. Look at Missouri. Yeah, but if you get caught, like UNC and LSU and Kansas, it's all good. Yeah, I mean what's what's dumb about this whole thing? Like Tennessee already knew he went to another school right. and. The good thing about the whole thing is Jay Graham's pretty much done all of his recruiting anyway. Yeah. Um, he has three running backs commits right now. <laughs> right. Um, he's got four guys out of the state of North Carolina, which is his, his kind of bread and butter for recruiting anyway. When they came in, they told him, we're like, yeah, you, we know you, that, got, you got to get to work, bro. <laughs> we know that, that the uh, the punishment's coming down in July. Yeah. <laughs> so go get all of your guys before then. Yeah. So, I mean, with three running backs, I mean – what do you really need him on the road for? And you can't 
right now. So like, yeah, that's the first. That's the first part about it is he can't be on the road. So and I think he can be on the road for the value or uh, he can be on the road for the contact period, which is like November and the first couple of weeks of December. But he can before that, which is some sort of evaluation period. Gotcha. You can't talk to recruits, but you can go to camps and right games. Gotcha. Which I don't think there'll be any of that no. either. But right, whatever. And obviously, you want your. That's the first thing Jeremy Pruitt's going to look for in a guy. Maybe not the first thing. It's a big thing. It's a big factor. Can you recruit? So obviously, this kind of affects. But again, they knew about it. Yeah. So they knew this is a you know something that could happen. Um, if not, surely there's some kind of appeal process. I don't know. Surely, but. We'll see what happens. I, it comes at a perfect time. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's, I think it's that big a deal, especially when you find out what the what he got in trouble for. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. Dumb. He wasn't sending girls to the games, flashing them, flashing high schoolers. So that's good. Yeah, I think that's what Lane Kiffin did. Something like that. Something weird. What did um, Hugh Freeze? I mean, he oh, didn't God. do anything like that either. <laughs> yeah, Hugh Freeze is coaching at a Christian college, <laughs> getting caught with prostitutes' phone numbers in his phone. Good lord! Yeah, it really makes do. no sense. I mean, I don't like. I blame him. Like you can't do that. But like the Who other cares? side of me is like, Who you're at Ole Miss. You're not going to get anybody oh, anyway. You you freeze. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess you do what you got to do. I just Ole Miss has been caught cheating how many times now in the last like twenty years, and they haven't won a damn thing. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> they have beat Alabama. They have beat Alabama, which is <laughs> more than Tennessee can say. Unfortunately, I guess um, you you take what you can get. Yeah, like if. If you're gonna do like, would Ole Miss do it all again to beat Alabama? Again? Oh yeah, <laughs> I would. I would let. I would pray they do it all again, and I would go to that Ole Miss game. Yeah, it looked like so much fun. Yeah, I'd be there. Hopefully, it happens this year. We we win one of the big four. It's Alabama. If we see, here's the thing: a lot of people are like, they don't want to storm the next time you beat Alabama because you want to act like you've been there. You want to act like yeah. it's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. First off, it's a big deal, and we can't hide it. Yeah. No fan, no Tennessee fan should be able to hide that that's a big deal. Second off, storming a field is so much fun, or a court is so oh, yeah. much fun. Just do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, I I plan to go to jail. Like, I'll, I've, <laughs> I have money. No, see, we got to do it all together. You can't catch us all. I feel like I'm, I'm the one to get caught. I have some pretty bad luck. So, <laughs> I have money stored away just in case I land in jail if we, when we actually do beat Alabama. If not, great. It's a win-win. Yeah, it if is I a do, win-win. It's worth it. I've already got the. I've got room in the backyard for the field goal post, and um, I'll, I'll cut it up for everybody so everybody gets a piece. Everybody, everybody gets to eat a little that, that night. Yeah, make sure you like. You're not the last guy. <laughs> don't be the last guy. <laughs> don't, you, here, here's the issue: you don't want to be the last or the first. Yes, you've got to. You've got to hope somebody dumb enough does it right, before yeah. you and after you. Yeah. So we'll do some. Um, I'll bring the ladder. We'll do some ladder drills. Get yeah. our get our agility going. Exactly, um, and we'll be ready. If you if you're listening right now, or if you're listening on a you know tomorrow, whatever day, if you listen to your podcast a different day, tell us if you stormed Florida in '98. That's the last time Tennessee stormed the field. What was it like? We tell because storming just with your friends and your peers is a lot of fun. What's it like for a team that you really legitimately care about, and not just you're not just doing it for fun? Yeah. <laughs> My da- my dad like went, um, and I was three. So he, who would want to take a three year old to a football game? I think um, my dad did a bunch. Kudos to him. Well, I, I think I think he did for like the smaller games. Yeah, yeah, that, no, yeah. Games. I didn't get to go to Florida. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get to storm the field with no. him. He wasn't carrying me around <laughs> like Simba <laughs> or somebody else that we know. <laughs> Recruiting news. Recruiting news. Tell yeah. us about your Florida experience, though. Yeah, I want to hear it. 
Um, so some big news with some some high profile guys. So the the one today is five star outside linebacker Smell Munden makes his uh, Tennessee makes his top five with uh, LSU, Florida, Auburn, and Georgia. So pretty good company. Go ahead and commit. Just jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. We love bandwagon. We love bandwagon people. Do it. Yep. And the good thing about Jay Graham, if anybody doesn't commit to us, oh, it's because Jay Graham got in trouble. <laughs> well, he couldn't recruit guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on. Congratulations. Um, you beat a guy who couldn't even leave his house. Right. Yeah. Okay. He's on house arrest <laughs> for recruiting. Um, and then five-star out or offensive tackle, Marius Mims, uh, will make his decision on August 15th. Okay. That's a ways away. I saw him tweet it. I didn't yeah. see the date. Yeah. So he got us up just to pull us back down. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you in August. Right. Um, and then four-star defensive tackle Peyton Page um, will make his decision on July 28th. So that one's coming up. Yeah, it is. Um, and he'll make that between Clemson, UNC, and Tennessee. Did you see where that dude picked UNC to win a national championship in the next, like, who? I can't remember who it was. Does he work for somebody? <laughs> like yes. he's employed? Like, probably CBS. If I had to guess, CBS. Oh, my God. But... To win a national championship. To win a national. Not even like go to the college football playoff. To win a national championship. They, he said they'd win a national championship under Mac Brown. That's what, that's what he said. Mac Brown's like seven years old. Yeah. Like, he's not even going to see the next. He's got to do it in the next three years. Yeah, I don't even. A hot take. <laughs> I don't even think he's going to see the next national championship. No. Yeah, he probably won't. <laughs> if that happens, I'll feel so bad now. <laughs> um. But yeah, so those, those three high-profile guys kind of. Tennessee was in the news for not a ton of recruiting going on right now. It's no, you know, a, a lot of people want to get it right done, like done before the season. So some of those are coming up, like Peyton Page, and then some are just like gonna wait until December, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm curious to see kind of what happens once the season because Tennessee's gotta win games to keep this to keep guys and then to keep rolling. Oh yeah. So I'm curious to. to see what happens. Winning is the best recruiting pitch, right? Not in Jerry Pruitt's book. He said this you should want to come here now because you can see immediate playing time. Sure. <laughs> I wonder what it's like to be on a roster and your head coach says that. I don't necessarily hate it because you just got your ass whooped by Vanderbilt that night. So I'm okay with it to an yeah. extent. Um maybe, but I can't maybe, imagine they were very happy. Yeah, maybe it's a little different now. Maybe right. Like, uh, I mean, you could earn immediate playing time. But right. Oh. So could anybody else. <laughs> Dude, that Vanderbilt game. I was talking about that with someone the other day. Oh, that's sad. We had a great time after that we didn't remember. <laughs> I remember it, sort of. Sort of. Do you not? I remember the game. I remember the game. Not the fourth quarter. Because I was like, I want to leave so bad. Yeah, that was terrible. I think you have a video of me. And I was just like, I'm going to kill myself. That was before the game even started. You knew it in your heart. Wait, that was before the game? They were playing the uh, UNC USC song at like kickoff. I was like, oh, a real original, guys. It oh, may man. not have been before the game, but it was like early. Like it was still sunny. Outside. I think it was. I think it was halftime. No, it was still sunny outside. That was like a seven p.m. kickoff, <laughs> six p.m. kickoff. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it. I'd say that before the game. You, you could There's just, definitely. I need a reason to say it. You could feel it in the air. That, that was your reason. <laughs> There's just something about that Tennessee losing air. Oh man, that was awful. <laughs> Were we going back this year? No. <laughs> I'm never going back to that place. <laughs> That's legitimately the worst stadium I've ever been in. That's not a joke at all. Yeah. I mean, we, we joke about Kentucky being crappy, and 
Eh, it wasn't terrible. The, the only thing I really hated about Kentucky was the um, announcer. Announcer, how he would yell everything, like the <laughs> dumbest thing ever. He'd be like, "There's a flag on the play," <laughs> and then the cats thing. Every single time. I I hated how he said Kentucky. It was like, first down, Kentucky. That was exactly what I'm like, it was God, it was less. I mean, that is early in the... Yeah, they're playing... What's that song? I know you, guys, oh, you all can't hear Yeah. The USC one. Yeah. I don't... I'm pretty sure that's a halftime. Maybe. What time was that game? I'm looking it up real quick. What, are we, what, what can we move on to for while I do this? Um, um, anything anything else on recruiting? No, that's all I got. That's it? Well, so, all right, what are, so the, the three guys announcing, you got any takes right now? Like who you, <sighs> like who you think commits to Tennessee or commits somewhere else if you if you got a good I mean, good I, guess. I think it kind of depends with – I think it's between UNC – or not, not UNC. I think it's between Clemson and Tennessee with Peyton Page. And I, I think Clemson has been the favorite for most of his recruitment. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know. He, he's doing it early, so I, I think Clemson would probably still be the favorite, in my opinion. Um, but if he picks Tennessee, then we'll take him. If he doesn't, then it's because of Jay Grant. Exactly. <laughs> don't forget it. <laughs> don't forget it. But I'm, I mean, if you want immediate playing time, yeah, come you see seven seniors on yeah, the defensive line leaving. One hundred percent agree with that too. Seven. Seven guys that contributed are are gone, and that doesn't make that doesn't be like oh they're up and coming team they want they went to a bowl game won it right I don't know has great defensive lines every year mm-hmm. and I, and if he does play there great if you're staying behind somebody for three years then you probably regret it <laughs> you definitely regret it yeah. I'm not maybe not definitely but yeah. Uh, college football, the latest, the latest. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll start with Oklahoma and they had a, a pretty big week with recruiting. I think they got a four star, um, wide receiver as, as well as a five star quarterback, Caleb Williams, um, the number one quarterback in the country committed to Oklahoma. So same story, different day, um, right. QBU at this Oklahoma. Right. But I, dude, I just don't. I don't like Oklahoma for one. Um, I, you mentioned it like they haven't won anything. No, I mean they're zero and four in their playoff appearances. 0 right, and, 4. and I get it; they made it to the playoffs, but they're in the Big Twelve. I don't know. I'm not impressed. In three of those, they lost impressed. to the second place team. <laughs> right. So, I mean, even though you're in the college football playoff, you haven't really come close to winning a national championship. Not yeah, not that close. No. Okay, it, was a, it could be a halftime. It was a four p.m. kickoff. Okay, six. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. Okay. It's a little bit darker over in Nashville. That makes that me feel a little bit better because if I just said that out of the game, that's that's bad. <laughs> Not as bad as Dallas. So that's the good news. It's like the first first down they got. Oh, we're gonna lose. <laughs> no, to be fair, to be fair, it was after App State scored that first touchdown, but we muffed a punt and oh. gave them the ball like the eighteen yard line. Hmm. I was oh, like, we're gonna lose. Yeah, I was like, we're not gonna lose, and we almost did. <laughs> <laughs> and we almost did. Did you see the cats? Oh, we talked about the cats last episode about them. Um, the cats like jumping, and that one like form yes. tackled the other one. Yeah, so that looked like the exact play where Josh Dobbs tries to go over the top and gets and fumbles the ball. Luckily, we were covered. I thought he was out for the game, 
which the game ended soon after. But yeah. I was like, oh, well, we definitely lost. <laughs> yeah. What about what about Dormandy or Garantana rolling in at half or at a overtime of a game against a Sunbelt team? There's no way that goes well. It, it would have had to been Dormandy because Garantano redshirted, or I would guess they could have pulled his. They could have pulled his redshirt but, there, and uh, Butch Jones would have. Yeah, yeah, I guess it probably is Dormandy. So he would have been right? gone if they did that. He would have. If they played, he would have been gone. It would have been Harrison Bailey and Brian Mowers. No doubt in our mind. Harrison Bailey. <laughs> if Josh Dobbs gets injured at the goal line at App State. I don't think we played an offensive snap after that, did we? I don't think I don't think they did. That was the was that the score to go to go ahead? I think they went to defense after that and and it it was a stop, I believe. I can look it up, I guess. I because I, I want to say like because that would have been it. If they recovered, I think that would have been over. So then that was the game. That you won the game. Or did it tie the game? Did we go I to want, two overtimes? I thought it was just one. I don't know. God, that was terrible. <laughs> it was two overtimes, I think. Dude, you talking about the Florida 98 game where people got the storm? Like, we were literally happy when we got out of, like, the Ohio game. We weren't happy. We were just, <laughs> no. like, thank God. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It was overtime. Yeah, we went to overtime. But, but we no, I think it was just one overtime. Oh, okay. That's what I was saying. Oh, so... That was it? No, no, Aaron Medley kicked it. So they went to defense and cuz you wouldn't have kicked the field goal then. Oh, okay. And we and we So we them. so Tennessee okay. had the ball first. So that was the the yeah. last snap. Yeah, it would have been the the last offensive Josh snap. Dobbs had eight broken ribs <laughs> probably. <laughs> um God, what a sad year. That was sad. Other college football news. Oh, we were talking about Oklahoma. Yeah. And just how they haven't won anything. I I just I don't know. I just hate Oklahoma. Um, and then... God, I had some more somewhere. Oh, Mike Gundy. Oh, was he in the news again? Yeah, he got a pay cut. Did he? A million dollar pay cut, and they subtracted a year from his contract. Like, for a reason, or just... I like, think, did they say for a reason? I Yeah, I think they were because of COVID. So, did he take the pay cut, or did they take the pay cut? He's, they said it was his oh, idea. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just think it's karma. <laughs> I mean, that dude's an idiot. Yeah, that's hilarious to me. I am. At the time, I would have been happy with Mike Gundy. At the time, I don't know. I don't know what happy. Happy may not be the right word. I would have probably felt better than most of the names that are getting thrown around. Mm-hmm. Now I am extremely happy he's not. I would have definitely been like, he's not going to win anything significant for Tennessee. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, that that would have been a, that would have been a tough one right there. Yep. Um, and then Austin Pease head coach Mark Hudsbeth resigned after one year. Won eleven games and the OVC championship and Just for fun. He's, I think he's only fifty one, but he um, resigned to spend more time with family. He said, "Interesting." But that was very weird. Wonder what? Where is he from? Do you know originally? I do not. If he's still. If he's staying, he was he he coached out of Louisiana and then went. This is his first year at Austin. Peay. Yeah, if he's staying in the Clarksville Nashville area, high school may get lucky with him. Yeah, that's. I mean, I know high school football coaching is can still be time consuming, but nothing like recruiting in college football. No, no, not overnight. No, and especially if his son's in high school, he may want to coach yeah. him or going to yeah. be in high school I mean, soon or something. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I just thought that was very strange. It is very strange. Um, that's all I got for uh, college football. Do you have anything? No. What about the TBT? Have you you know who's won yet? Like or won games? I haven't really. I don't know. So I thought the TBT wasn't going to happen because. 
I'm just confused why the volunteers didn't play in it. So I think I heard somebody talking about it. It may have been one of the volunteer road show shows. I think it had to do something with uh, getting the overseas players. Or did you tell me that? Oh, I'd, I oh I had, getting them over here to play. Okay, that, getting them over here and like getting them in because right now, if a single player on your team mm-hmm. tests positive for COVID, you're gone. Like you're not in the tournament anymore. You're okay. out of the bubble, gone. So maybe something to do with that. I don't. I honestly mm-hmm. don't know. I. I'm with you. I, I don't know exactly why. I was hoping they'd be in it. Apparently, they're going to try to do it next year, though. Okay. So. No, after that, I see where it's on. I'm just not very interested. I've, I just haven't watched any games. I've been busy. I've have have had a fun weekend. Um, let's see. Any team, notable teams that won? The, heard that one. The Marshall team. Oh, God. Men of Mackey and Heartfire are playing right now. Yeah, see, I, I wish they, like... Said in like parentheses, like who, who they, they are. are. Yeah, I don't know who who they all are. Which I, I, know, I guess some of these are kind of random, right? Some of them are, but this one's like obviously Oklahoma State's. This one, I don't know why they're called War Tampa. Are they Auburn players from Florida? <laughs> I know they're Auburn. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what their like story is. They win. War Apparently, Tampa. they got whooped. I think Bryce Brown is on that team. Is oh, really? cool? Yeah, no, he's on that team. They got whooped. Oh What's my he gosh. averaging? How many points is he averaging? He had eight points. They only played one game. Two assists. And they're done? Yeah. Oh, it's single elimination? I think so. Because they, yeah, so that's actually, I don't, I don't know if it's a fail. I don't know, because it's, I don't know why it's this way. But <laughs> TBT even tweeted it out. They tweeted, bags packed for everyone playing today. Losing team must leave the quarantine bubble immediately. Well, it's like the freaking Bachelor. <laughs> That's a bunch of the jokes that were getting tossed around. It's like they're like reading the cards. You do not get the rose. Um, I just don't get it. It's not like they're going to get COVID for coming back from the game just because they lost. No. So it's COVID. Hot take. COVID, you're, you're only losers get COVID. Winners can't get it. I guess so. Like why could you not stay one more knot in the bubble and then leave? I don't understand. If anybody understands it, you can correct me. I just you're don't get thrown it. out on the streets. It, yeah, Fend pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. And I don't know sure. how you get like. It looks like some people, some teams got some first round buys. Bohemians Army, Bohams, Bohemian. I always say Bohemian. Bohams. <laughs> I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works. I wonder who the money team is. Is that uh, what's his name? Floyd Mayweather's team. Yeah, no doubt. CP3 has a team. He was on the the broadcast, one of the broadcasts yesterday. I, I did flip by one and watched it for a second. I'm trying to figure out why they're named War Tampa. It just doesn't make sense, right? So, do you think there's any like, they like hire guys with COVID to like go and like give it to another team? Would you not? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Dude, when they were interviewing them coming into like coming into the bubble, it was the weirdest thing ever. They like interviewed them as they're like going up an escalator in the hotel. <laughs> and they're like wearing gloves and a mask as they walk in. It was like just, yelling. It was the strangest thing ever. Okay, so they're a team mixed with Auburn guys and Florida boys. Is that a slight at the Florida Florida boys? <laughs> Ready to compete for this. We are going to give it 100% on the court. Let's get to it. War Tampa. Why are they called War Tampa? Why not War Florida? Or War Gators? If they're, I don't know if they're like Florida, Florida guys. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing ever. That is weird. Hmm. No, I guess they. Grew up in the state of Florida or played basketball in Florida. Some the one guy went to Texas Tech. So did Bryce Brown not like try to pursue? Is he done playing basketball? 
I like is he going overseas? Yeah, I feel like he's a guy that could like make an NBA roster. He could stroke it in college. <laughs> yeah, Tennessee fans should know that more yeah, than anybody for sure. It it doesn't say where he's uh. What it says he plays for the main Red Claws. Is that a G League team? Oh, that might be right. Okay. I, I didn't know G League people could play in this. I don't know how it works. Okay. Hmm. No clue. No clue. Um, anything else for college basketball? Or college basketball? College football? No, that's all I got. Do you have anything? I don't. I don't have anything for college football. Other than I just... I really hope. I really hope it's... uh, It happens. Oh, I do have... I do have... Uh, not. It's not college football, but... Um, Oh, we'll save this for most important. That's fine. Let's do it. All right. Uh, any any questions? You got any more questions? I haven't been on Twitter, guys. I'm so sorry. I've been. If you have any questions, drop them now. I'm watching. I got back to that screen. YouTube. I'm flipping over to YouTube. I have one. You got one? Yep. Uh, Sporting Advantage said when Phil Former came back, I started taking Tennessee seriously again. I think most people did. I think most people are. That's not a question, but yeah. I just wanted to read it. Uh, I think most people are. are have belief in uh, Fulmer's leadership. So yep. I agree with that. They definitely bought back in. Um, Richie Hammett says, I don't know if y'all have covered it before, but who, in y'all's opinion, is the most likely to unseat JG as QB1 this season? That's another way to ask the question. Yeah. All, all, sorts, all sorts of off-speed pitches. Um, I, I think it's it's kind of obvious. I think it's got to be Harrison Bailey. I just don't think Brian Maurer is... Could he be better in certain aspects of the game? Maybe. Is he a better overall quarterback than JG? I don't. I don't think there's enough proof. Yeah. So I, I just could Brian Maurer potentially start over JG? Yeah, I think it's possible. But it's probably. I mean, it's just probably not going to happen. I think the the guy that's the most likely to do it is, is, is Harrison Bailey. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. He he seems to. Um, he seems to have a better. I guess I, mean, I don't want to say because I'm just not an expert. But it's, everything you see out of Harrison Bailey, he seems to be a better quarterback than Brian Maurer and probably JG. Yeah, I mean Harrison Bailey definitely has the highest ceiling. Yeah. Um, and if JG was a freshman, I don't think it'd be any doubt. But since he has experience, Harrison Bailey didn't have that um, spring practice really mm-hmm. to to show out in front of coaches and and work out with the team. That it it's probably. JG, I don't think JG is a like it's a safe option. Right. I like what you said about if they're the only thing beating Harrison Bailey right now is experience. Yeah, if everyone had the same level of experience, I, I, I'm with you. I think it'd be Harrison Bailey. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'm not saying, and I'm with you. It's not entirely wrong. I don't. I mean, I don't disagree with that thought process. But yeah, we we just haven't seen. We didn't see a ton of Brian Maurer. We saw enough, I guess. Right. Um, but there wasn't anything that I saw that I just thought his ceiling was so much higher than JG's. Absolutely. I agree. Agreed. I don't have any more. That's I don't have any more. Uh, if you do want to drop them while we go over our, our segments, please do. We will get to them, I promise. I'll flip over to, to Twitter real quick. Um, most important. Most important. So uh, I'll go with a Tennessee commit um, quarterback – Caden Salter was named to the Elite 11. So is that the final 11 people? Yep. Okay. Yep. So nice. he, he made that. And it was, in fact, 50% of your junior film and 50% of the camp evaluation and traits. Oh, so what's his name? Lied. Yeah. Liar. Yeah. He said that wasn't true. <laughs> Trent Dilfer. Uh, my first one is Joey Chestnut. Oh. Dude, did you watch that video? 
It's gross. It's the grossest thing I've ever so, watched. Like, that dude is about to die. His name is Joey Jaws on Twitter. 13-time <laughs> champion, and he broke his own record eating 75 hot dogs. It, so how long is the time period? I honestly don't know. I don't either. That's a lot of hot dogs. I don't care. Like, it's it's in one sitting. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, regardless. It's, it's disgusting. When he broke the record, he was, like, in the lead by 20, I think. Like, something like that. I know the baseball account just tweeted out that to don't forget to show pitcher Sean Hunley some love because it's his birthday today. Oh, nice. Happy, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I was saying today, and I'm not – I hate that we were talking about his birthday, but it made me think of this. Is July 5th, like, the biggest regret day? No. When you talk about spending – uh, my wife – Oh, spending money? Yeah, we were talking about, like – or I guess on, like – Spending money on something that really isn't that beneficial. So, I think for most people it would be. But have you ever met a person who spends a boatload of money on fireworks that goes, I'd never do that again? Dude, every person I've met like that is like, I can't wait for next year. Yeah, that, that's, that's probably true. I, I just like, man, that just seems so dumb to me. I just, I'm not, I haven't been a big firework guy. I, like, I, first think off, I think it's cool for kids. Um... I'm just like the people who like love it each and every year are like the people that are insane. Like, oh yeah, crazy like, people. Those are the guys who like they set up uh, Tannerite. Is that what it is? Tannerite, and they they buy Tannerite just to blow it up. Which I'm not saying isn't cool, but it's, it's those kind of people. Is that the people who like shoot it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the Tannerite's like barrel yeah. of like explosives. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just not a bit. I've never been a big firework guy. I I think Boomsday's overrated. Uh, it's also very stinky. It turns Neil and Drive effectively into a Myrtle and uh, Daytona Beach combined. And yeah. I'm just not a fan. <laughs> yeah, be a COVID cesspool. Yeah, exactly. So I've just never been a big fan of fireworks. And I, if I'm here's the thing if I'm going to go to fireworks, it better be an impressive show. Mm-hmm. It better be. Uh, so when I go to like these fireworks where they only spend like $1,000, they're like, oh yeah, come over. We love shooting off fireworks. Like, here's a bottle rocket. I don't know. That's stupid. Yeah. Put on a Boomsday level show. Uh, Tennessee. The only fireworks I like are the ones that come after Tennessee touchdowns. That's the only ones I like. I like that. That's that's a good take. Yeah. Um, so we were driving down Newbert Springs last night, and there was people. So like, we were going straight, and you could turn left to go on a different road. Yeah. There was people right at where you turn <laughs> on that road, shooting them in the road, shooting a fireworks. So if I literally turned my car, it would have blown up my car. Yeah. People are stupid. <laughs> like. And then there, I saw another one. It was, they were literally like, their backs were on the concrete of the road, and they're in their front yard shooting off fireworks. I'm like, what? Yeah, people are, it blows my mind. It, here's another thing. When they're not incredibly loud either, I just don't get the noise part. And I hate it for my dog. My dog hates them. I, yeah, I hate him for that. He like, I mean, he really hates them. And then, but, so we were driving the boat in. We, we were out on the boat at sunset last night. And as we were coming in, their house was on either side of the river. And that was cool as they came in. Because, like, yeah. every house was shooting them off. So that was cool. And then the videos, uh, people flying over, like, L.A., I do like those videos. Those are cool. I'd hate oh. to be on the ground for them, though. Weren't they, weren't they, like, all illegal fireworks? I mean, not any firework in Knox County is illegal. Like, yeah, you no. You're technically not allowed to shoot them off in, in, in I saw County. I saw a video, and it was of a helicopter going across, 
And it was like in the city limits somewhere. I don't know yeah. if it was LA or what, but it was like the caption was like illegal fireworks, and you just saw them boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom. I'm not getting a helicopter on July Fourth. That that person, that person deserves to die because that's just stupid. <laughs> who who is like, yeah, let's go fly a helicopter yeah, on July Fourth when people are shooting explosives through the air in random places? Like no, a great time. that's stupid. But you know those videos. Yeah, I think they're all illegal, but they look cool. So yeah, all the the plane videos. Um, so the Nathan's hot dog eating contest is ten minutes. So he not only ate 75 hot dogs in one sitting, it was in 10 minutes. That's gross. So he ate 71 last year, 74 the year before, 72 the next, or the following year, 70, 62. Oh, no, that's he didn't win it. He didn't win it in 15. What happened? He lost to Matt Stoney. That dude was probably... Uh, that dude was cheating, right? His last name's Stoney. Dude, he's won legit since like 2007. And then Kobayashi. He dethroned Kobayashi. Yeah, took him out. What happened to him? He used to be big name. I don't know. Oh. If he got tired of eating hot dogs, I would. <laughs> how, how often do you think Joey Chestnut actually eats hot dogs throughout the year? Surely never. I mean, well, he trains. Right. But like... Maybe. There's no way he enjoys them for like dinner. There's no way he's like, oh, I've been really wanting a hot dog lately. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, my next most important is five star marker maker. So th- th- the the Thon Maker family, the who? Uh, you know the big. Um, I forget who he played for now, um, but he went. It was like it's like a basketball family. They're from, I forget who they're from. I'm about to look it up. Um, He plays for the Pistons now. Who did okay. he play for um, before then? Oh, so I guess he just went to the combine. Um, but they're they're like a big basketball family. They're like seven-footers. Um, but he announced his com- – he's a five-star. Committed to Howard University. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So, H- HBCU. Yeah. School. It is, yeah. thought that was interesting. I mean that's that's something like a year ago you would never see that. No, no. Um, I mean yeah. you, that most years you're not going to see that. Yeah, I mean, and this is kind of the first one you you've heard you've heard people kind of talk about it, um, but he's the first one to to do it. So I think that's cool. Have you seen the all the backboards? Um, the backboard tree that Shaq has. Did you see that? Dude, That's all, I hope that's like actually all the rims and not like random rims for every backboard. Right. Yeah, that's true. Because they could be. That. Yeah. I mean, maybe he started collecting them from the get-go, but I feel like that would be a... I don't know. That's cool, though. Regard, regardless, it's cool, but it, it would be make it a lot cooler if... Do you do you think he just like has all the kids in the neighborhood just come shoot? <laughs> I hope he should. I would shoot. That's why his free throws are so bad. That's why he shoots. <laughs> Do you have any more most important? Uh, I do, but, dude, I'm looking through these uh, Nathan's hot dog eating contest. It's incredible. Joey Chestnut has – Kobayashi changed the game, and then Joey Chestnut took it to a whole new level, like an entirely new level. So before Kobayashi got in, the most hot dogs eaten was like 24, 20, 25. And then Kobayashi won with 50. And then Joey Chestnut won it a couple years later with 66. Jesus. Yeah, the game has been flipped. Because it was like I 10 mean, or 11? Now, this is two and a half. In two and a half minutes, this dude ate nine. Oh, uh, okay. But in 10 minutes, one year, 
1980. In 10 minutes in... Go back to... In 1987, in 10 minutes, 13 and a half, won it. That's weak. I could do that. I, I could probably, I think I could do that. After, after like, tailgating all day, put me in Neyland, I could eat 10 Smoky Dogs in 10 minutes. Easy. <laughs> There's zero doubt in my mind. <laughs> zero doubt. I want to be, I want to be, dude, this is impressive. This is in 1974, three and a half minutes, eight, ten in three and a half minutes. Ugh. That's impressive. So gross. I hate how they dip the buns in yeah, water. Yeah, no, that, that's Ugh. very. They dip the hot dogs in there too, don't they? I don't know. So, so it'll slide down your goalie. He two. Oh yeah, he eats like two at once, and he like he has to hold his mouth shut. It yeah. is incredible. Yeah, it's it's disgusting, but incredible. Um, getting on a lighter note, Tennessee basketball. I meant to do. I meant to do this. Talk about it a little bit. We can here for a second if you want. Uh, two four seven, and they're way too early. Top twenty five, ranked Tennessee at number ten. I like it. Top ten. I'm a little shocked. I'll be honest. I like it, but I'm a little shocked. Yeah, I like it too. But it, it's also like room for. You can grow. It's not like they they not pro- number one. Pro- yeah, projected you at number five, and you have to be there throughout the season. Or yeah. it looks like, um, you didn't meet expectations. So right, ten. I like it. I think that's that's fair with who you lose and and who you have coming in. Yeah, I. I it's definitely interesting. I, I think it could be potentially too high, but I don't know if they're accounting for Eve's Ponds. Maybe I'll, you know if Eve's pawns back, it's probably yeah. could be about right. Oh, that's, yeah, that's probably right. Um, I don't know. It's it's definitely an interesting one, but I like that te- people are starting to buy into the Tennessee basketball hype. I like it. I am always as I get closer. I'm buying in even more every day. Right. Uh, any more? Most important. I don't. I have some fails though. Let's do it. Let's see if. Um. So the first fail I have is J.R. Smith to the Lakers. Man, I hate it. Oh come on. Hate it, man. He doesn't. Come on. He doesn't even know the score. He doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you knew with him and they need to replace somebody, and then with him and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, him and LeBron being friends, it was gonna happen. It was bound to happen. Yeah, it's easy. It's just like, man, what if he messes up again? What oh, he's he, going. There's no doubt in my mind. There's zero doubt in my mind. He's going to. What do you mean if? Maybe he redeems himself this year. We'll see. Mm, doubt it. Doubt it. Hey, have you watched Hamilton yet? I haven't. I was. Fan. I actually saw that. I'm watching it tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Do you have any more fails? My, it was that the only one I had was the tournament. The bags packed for everyone playing today. It's such <laughs> okay. a weird thing. It's just so weird. I want to know if it's due to COVID. Because if it is, I just want to ask why. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's weird. It's very strange. Um. My next one is former Florida Gator player has been indicted for bank fraud charges. Yeah, did, was that while he was at Florida? Like, was that happening while he was at Florida? Was that that group of guys? Yeah, I think so. It is that group. Yeah. So only one was indicted though. Yeah, it sucks to be that one. <laughs> didn't he? Did he play? Did he play that season, or did only some of them return? I didn't read the whole article. I should have, but mm, it's okay. I actually kind of thought when I when I first saw it, I thought it was another one. <laughs> I'm just like, man, they didn't learn their lesson. Yeah, that's terrible. That's funny. You got anything else? That's all I got. Well, did you uh, put your bid in for uh, Butch Jones's home yet? Yeah, I did. Um, nice. I put it in at a uh, um, about the ratio of if if you were supposed to go ten and two and you went eight and four, about that ratio. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's fair. So I, I thought any picture of him they should take off a million dollars. There's no Tennessee stuff other than his photos and then the pool table. Yeah, he's got he has an Alabama hat and then he had a bunch of Cincinnati and Central Michigan like memorabilia in there. And no Tennessee, no Tennessee shirts. There's a Catholic jersey in there. 
one of his sons, Catholic jersey, hmm. hanging in the strangest spot ever. It's like hanging on the um, uh, bathroom wall. No, yeah, <laughs> the uh, like on the blinds. So, yeah, it's super weird. On a co hanger, on like the I don't know, very strange. Why they leave that? I don't know. I was I was I was dumbfounded. It's weird. Um, yeah, it's very strange. But I right, where they, I want to know where they're moving to. Are they struggling for money? What's he been doing with all that money? Yeah. I, I guess I, mean, I guess they're not living there. I guess they were waiting for well they for them to graduate. They're waiting for I guess at, at, no not Adam I don't know one of the younger the younger one the middle one to graduate from Catholic and is he going to Central Did he go to Central Michigan already or is he this year? Yeah, I think I think this th- this will be his freshman year. I'm okay. sure. So yeah, I guess that's why they're moving then. Hmm. Um, I guess they're gonna move to Tuscaloosa for his internship. Yeah, <laughs> that's the biggest like scam, and that's gonna. There's going to have to be a 30 for 30 on it. The scam of internship. Like Oh, there there's going to be a there's going to be a 30 for 30 on this on that coaching search. Yeah. Tennessee paid 8 million is going to pay 8 him what? 8.4 million dollars to be an intern at Alabama. Yeah, that's gross. We got to beat Alabama. I just I officially made up my mind uh it was Tyler <laughs> that asked that question. Yeah. Alabama. And I'm going to shove someone else's stogie cuz I want to smoke mine. Up Butch's Jones, up Butch Jones, whatever. You, <laughs> use your imagination. His nose, guys, gross people. God, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this could go a lot of different ways, <laughs> dude. What, a, like, how cocky do you have to be after that game to smoke a cigar in Neyland Stadium and pose like you won something? I'll fight him. Do you think he wears his Battle of Bristol ring around the facility? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Nick Saban's like, take that shit off, dude. It, no, actually, that's probably hanging on the blondes, too. You know he wears his national championship. No, he hasn't won one. Yes. No, he hasn't. Thank God. That's a curse. I mean, Nick Saban, you're wondering why he didn't win one. There it is. Yep. Yep. It's right in front of you getting your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, my favorite play that you could see Butch Jones is that one where he was yell. He's yelling at Jalen Hurts. I think it was. It might have been Tua. And then I think it was an SEC championship game. Yeah. So I guess it was Tua. And he's yelling, telling him he's yelling, run, run, run. He throws it and scores a touchdown. I was like, that defines Bush Jones right there. <laughs> my favorite one is, I guess it's not my. It's one of my favorite plays in Tennessee history. But he just makes it look so dumb. Is the Jawan Jennings sketch? And he's like jumping up and down, and then just does the Tim Tebow when Starts the cameras crying. get on him. I'm what like, a pussy, God. dude. What a pussy. <laughs> like, there's not, I don't think there's a single college coach that I'll be like, I, I could win that fight, but him. Yeah. I know I could. So, I have something saved, and it's right there, that as soon as we beat Alabama, or as soon as we beat Bush Jones, wherever he's at, I'm going to destroy it. Are you going to pull that one dude who the night Kiffin left, make the YouTube video of him pissing on the shirt? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'll piss in it, then blow it up. Like, we need to uh, find that that video. Like those people on July Fourth that like to shoot yeah, things and exactly. blow up. <laughs> Did you see the video we got off here of the dynamite in that big fifty gallon drum? Uh-uh. And they shot a dot. They shot dot. They put dynamite like up under it, covered it with a fifty gallon drum, and shot it. I mean, it went had to go hundred feet in the air. Jesus. Terrifying. And it starts coming towards them, so they had to run away. They probably did it in the middle of a neighborhood. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if, they, if it was, but it looked like they had land. Okay. It wouldn't surprise me. There, there's probably a house 100 feet behind the woods. It's like that uh, that mo- or that or uh, scene in Grown Ups where they play that game where they yes. shoot the arrow. <laughs> That's what it is. Exactly. Right next to get creative. 
It's wild. <laughs> Guys, appreciate y'all listening to this episode. Make sure you like, share, uh, wherever you're at on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, wherever. Uh, follow us. You can follow us on Twitter at more underscore issues. You can follow me at Caleb underscore TN. Landon at Lambo underscore Raby 10. There you go. Yes. And then we're on Facebook as well. Caleb Mitchell and Landon Raby. Our names are there. You can see them. Uh, make sure you follow Volunteer Roadshow as well and more important issues on Facebook. Guys, we appreciate you listening always. You can find this podcast anywhere that a podcast is available. Guys, thanks for listening. We're bringing the boat in and we out.